have a big one for you today and it may step on some toes, but it's going to be very worth it. But before I dive in, I want to be sure that I've invited you to the Body Habit Rescue Facebook community. It's an easy way to be an insider, get to know me a little bit more and hear from others on their journey. I post often to help you boost your wellness journey, help you boost your habits, or maybe consider some ways that you can just optimize what you're already doing. So be sure to check out that link in the notes for the Body Habit Rescue Facebook community. Now, back to today's podcast. And I already warned you that this is going to be a big one. And it's really important to consider whether weight loss is actually a goal for you right now. Because being overweight is not a character flaw. It doesn't mean you're more lazy, you don't care about yourself, or you don't know how to take care of yourself. In fact, many times you may be struggling with a little extra weight and you're very competent, you're knowledgeable, you're hardworking, and you care a lot about your body. We're going to dig into some of the errant thinking around weight management and weight loss today. And I want to ask you a few questions. What does overweight mean to you? Do you have a good idea of what is a healthy weight for your height, age, gender, or season of life? Do you actually know the difference between healthy weight and unhealthy weight? If you have a goal to lose weight, then the answers to these questions will begin to tell you a lot about whether your goal is coming from a healthy perspective and whether your goal is going to be sustainable. Today, we're going to talk about what is real health versus our weight and size and why the goal of losing weight may not be getting the results you're after. Let's dive in. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. So my daughter and I usually go on a walk pretty much every day. We go on a walk in different places around Durham or we'll go on a walk in our neighborhood. And if we take the walk in our neighborhood, she's always asking to check on certain animals. We always say we're going to check on the chickens or we're going to check on the goats. And we have a family in the back of our neighborhood who's raising a couple of goats in their backyard. And when we finally get to the goats, the house with the goats, it's always a thing. She wants to stop and she wants to me to look back there to see if she, I can see the goats. And I pretty much, I'm pretty sure that she cannot see the goats from her level inside the stroller. There's a little bit of a hill in their backyard and we actually have to look through a maze of trees to see the goats. And I'll call to the goats. I may make a goat noise or something like that and uh, just trying to get them to respond in some way. They don't ever really respond, (laughs) but that's a different story. Anyway, I got to work on my goat sounds. But anyway, I don't even think she knows what they look like. 
I'm not sure she knows that they have long ears. I say that they're dark brown or light brown or they're standing up on, on a box. And I try to be as descriptive as I can of what I see. But she looks over there as if she can see the goats. <laughs> and it's always a thing to go and check on these goats that she really has never seen. And so what does this have to do with weight loss? Well, there is a bridge. We are obsessed with getting ourselves to a different, usually smaller size, and we listen to all the promises that it will bring us. But we've never actually really seen this reality. Or maybe it's a reality that we kind of impose, superimpose on our past. We, like we used to be this size, or we used to be uh, so much better in this size. But no matter what, is this elusive goal that we insist is possible and is doable and other people tell us it's possible and doable and yet we try and try and never quite seem to attain it. Is it me? It must be me. We absorb the failure and we don't ever really consider whether the goal or the method that we're so faithfully following may actually be flawed. And to top it off, current recommendations, if we're following diets according to current recommendations, they actually may not give us the weight loss we want because actually you may not need to lose weight to be healthy. So if you're in that category of just a, a couple of pounds, a few pounds, 10 pounds, something like that, you might be fighting something much, much more complex and complicated than you may realize. Now, Yes, if you're living in America at this time, listening to this podcast, yes, obesity is a real problem. But consider that our country's obesity issue actually is a symptom of other issues that are happening with our food systems and our work systems and all sorts of things. And we must learn to separate out actual health from weight loss. So I'm gonna give you a few things to think about, get your pen and paper out. You know, we're always gonna learn or, or put some things into action with this podcast. So number one, think about body weight, person to person, and our bodies weigh differently for different reasons. When you're looking at the weight on a scale, you're looking at a combination of your height, your muscles, your bone density, your organs, your skin, your hair, you may have essential subcutaneous and visceral fat differences, water weight, your digestive process, how, how long ago you ate, how much you need. All of these things are combined information for the weight that's actually showing up on the scale. So when you say, I want to lose some of that, you don't know which parts you're messing with <laughs> when you cut off the faucet to one of these areas. So you're messing with all of these things when you say, I just wanna lose some weight. Consider the things that your body has to do to adjust to be healthy when you are trying to transition into a lighter situation. Next, I want you to consider your culture, maybe your personal history, your family's culture, your family's body image, food choices and behaviors, trauma. Have you had trauma or abuse in your past? Did you learn to binge or starve in sort of a patterned way? 
all of these pieces are puzzle pieces to our psyche around food and around how we treat our bodies. I've heard families say awful things, horrible things about the children who are growing up in their environment, the parents raising their kids or being in families where vegetables are really hard to come by. There's a lot of low nutrient food around and it's really hard to put together an actual healthy meal in that environment. Or there are really big consequences that happen when someone is brought up in a traumatic environment or experiences abuse to their bodies particularly, or mental abuse, emotional abuse, or financial struggles, financial challenges in the house, a feeling of safety was not available to the child. There are all sorts of consequences from that that have to do with weight and whether our bodies will create an environment of safety on the inside. But we have to work through these pieces, these puzzle pieces of our lives. If you have learned binging and starvation patterns from your parents, watching your mom starve during, you know, when she's trying to lose weight or over exercise or learning to binge at celebrations or when there's a treat around or learning to binge because you were maybe uh, deprived of fun food and really never learned to learn to eat it in moderation. So there are many pieces to our psyche, our culture, the pieces around needing to lose weight, always have it obsessing about our size and our shape. And It's really important, this is number three, to learn to differentiate your self-worth and your self-care from your weight. And I think of self-worth as thinking about your body's ability, knowing your body's ability, knowing your body's capability when it's taken care of. Are you learning about your body and what it can do and what it's capable of or how it's sustaining you? Uh, Just your brain and how you're able to talk and put put messages, string messages together, or communicate with your children, communicate with your husband. Your brain is just an amazing vehicle and is working overtime to support your survival while you are alive. Also, your body's response to your care. This is self-care. For me, it's, it's understanding and communicating with your body and its needs. And communication is not real communication until you've heard the message back. And that's what I learned in communications 101 or communicom 100. I think it's what I called it in college. But it was really just that you a message is sent, it's received, and then It is not truly communicated until there's a message back, a response. That's communication. Well, your body self-care, you taking care of your body is really hearing from your body, receiving it and responding or the other way around, giving your body a stimulus like a workout or something like that, and then listening back to how your body responds to it. But this is caring for and communicating with your body. Do you have the capacity and the environment that supports real self-care? Or do you have an environment that supports you knowing about your body and celebrating your body and understanding your worth as a human? These are so important, much more important than focusing only on weight loss. The next idea 
is deciding whether your weight loss goals are making false promises. And it's really kind of hearing what the rewards are for this weight loss. Many times your brain is going to jump on board with any sort of reward. It's going to be excited about it. This is a, a very low commitment, high return situation for your brain. And so when it says, oh, I'm going to lose weight. So you go out and exercise and then you check yourself on the scale. And then there's this, you know, not the return that you were wanting. And all of a sudden your brain says, ah, I don't like that. Let's move on to the next thing or let's let's sit down for three months or, you know, you you skip five meals and you go to the scale and it's not quite as rewarding as you thought it would be. And your brain says, uh, I don't really like that. It, it really is not going to work for us. And I was uh, and your body needs a lot more fuel than you were fueling it with. And so we're going to replenish all of that plus some. Right. And that's where you go into that binge behavior. And so what are these false promises that your brain is believing at this time? What are the rewards that your brain that that your your family is going to be more welcoming and receiving or see you as beautiful? Someone someone that you care about or you care about their thoughts about you. Maybe you don't really like them, but you care that they think that you're beautiful. You want them to think that you're beautiful and you want to prove to them that you have the capacity to have a shapely body or comparisons with others around us. Many times we get into these environments where we are constantly forced and asked to compare to some ideal that really has nothing to do with your actual values. And so you want to sit back and take inventory of the promises that this weight loss is giving you and whether it's something that is worth the time and the sweat and the expense and the worry and really even the failure and resistance and resilience that it's going to take to persevere to make it there in a healthy way. So these are some things to think about. The last is understanding our culture's poor thinking around weight and size. And I mentioned it before, we have such an image-based culture. It's separate from actual health. This is part of our obesity problem, really just being so distant and so saturated with the image of health rather than the numbers and the actual behaviors that are required to have true health. It's really important that we learn to implement healthy behaviors rather than looking for a certain image from our bodies. Just some things to think about within these is really, it's important to identify the urge that causes you to judge yourself or judge others based on their size. It's really important to catch that and to redirect it. Because if you are unable to do that for another person, you're going to be caught in this loop for yourself as well. And it's really important to be able to, to see it when it happens and redirect that urge very quickly. Um, it's just a practice and walking around or scrolling the internet or something like that and really being careful about when you see something that you're not judging the shape and the shapeliness of things that you're seeing, that you're really taking a moment to say, ah, 
this is really not helpful for me and it's not helpful for my psyche and how I want to, what the things that I value and the things that I, I want to kind of ingest into my body, the believing, the thinking that I want to have for my body. Another thing is that knowing that there is a way to lose weight in a healthy way. Healthy weight loss is possible, but it should not be at the expense of your good health. You do not want to lose good health while on the way down to to weight loss. Okay, so this weight loss kind of back and forth should should you want to lose weight? Should you not want to lose weight? That's up to you. It's completely up to you. But there is a healthy way to do it. And there's an unhealthy way to do it. And we're going to talk about that. You need to be following plans that are research based and apply health and long term benefits for short term actions, right? So I want you to start measuring your health for better body care to encourage your self image for more and more hormonal and gut health support as your health improves. And this will also be long term weight regain prevention. Our bodies love when our brain is happy. Our bodies love when our brain is saying good job. And that's really what my body habit rescue program is based on. It's based on measuring five habits rather than our weight. And really, we want to talk about things and behaviors that support our health long term. And weight loss may be a part of your goal in some of, the, in some of what we're doing. But what we really want to do is focus in on the behaviors that support a healthy lifestyle. And the five habits that we talk about are movement. We have two in the fueling category, which is meals and hydration. And then we have sleep and we have stress and stress management, stress reduction. So um, we'll talk about time management, things like that. But that's what we talk about within the body habit rescue is a bigger picture of our health rather than let's lose weight, let's sweat ourselves to death, um, or even just kind of watching these things happen and being in kind of a decision fatigue and never really implementing the things that really are important and basic health needs. But again, all of this goes back to the idea of starting to measure your health instead of just your weight. It's really important long term to think about how can I begin to break down healthy habits for myself and doing things in a repeated pattern in a way that I can measure and then my body can reward, reward itself and really will enjoy owning and loving and growing in these habits because it is it knows that you are taking care of it. Really important and really important for hormonal support, all sorts of things in the long run. If all of this is making sense to you and you're saying, yes, yes, how can I learn more? How can I get more? Well, join the wait list for the next Body Habit Rescue session. It is coming soon, coming in September. Um, you can also use in the notes, you can subscribe to my email and you can also join the Body Habit Rescue, Rescue Facebook group. All of these things, you can come and connect with me. Um, bodyhabitrescue.co bodyhabitrescue.co is the website where you can get more information about how to sign up for the next session. So 
Uh, either way, I hope that this is helpful and gives you a broader perspective on your health. And I hope we can connect again soon, friend. Till then, let's move. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend. Let's move, friend.